And we are back with another common mistakes episode. I believe we've now done common deadlift mistakes, resistance machine mistakes, and today we're gonna go through common body weight exercise mistakes. Body weight movements are really, really underrated. Unless you're into calisthenics or you're traveling or have limited equipment, I don't necessarily believe that they should be the entirety of your workout, but I do think including them into your repertoire can be massively beneficial. So let's get straight into it. And I wanna go through five of the most common mistakes I see. Number one, is that you're just massively underestimating the power of bodyweight exercises. I remember the transition we made to home training and naturally I was quite skeptical of the effectiveness of this, especially if we were doing it with minimal equipment. And very quickly, I was proven wrong. When you're only using bodyweight, you're forced to make the movements as effective as possible. So you place a greater emphasis on your technique along with all other variables just to make it as tough as possible and as challenging as possible. And it makes it immensely effective. So if I told you to do right now a tricep of Bulgarian split squats, five second eccentric press ups and wall sits, I guarantee within 20 minutes of doing that circuit or that tricep, you would be dying. So (laughs) don't underestimate them because they can be really powerful. Number two, biggest mistake I see is that you're rushing through them. If you asked me to do as many press ups as I possibly could do back to back, I could probably knock out uh, 40, 50 maybe. Maybe that's a little bit generous, but let's live in this hypothetical world. And now if you said, Elliot, you're going to do three second eccentrics, which is the lowering phase, if you didn't know. So the eccentric is when you lower in the movement. So that's when I'm going to be coming and bringing my chest to the ground. You're going to pause for a second at the bottom. You're going to dig your hands into the ground, and then you're going to contract your chest as hard as you possibly can at the very top and then repeat. I'd be done after like 10 to 15 reps. The difference you can make in a movement by manipulating the speed and implementing pauses is unreal. So don't rush through these body exercises, slow them down, focus on the contractions. Number three, and another thing you can do actually, and what I see a lot of people not doing is that they're not doing enough reps. If you're used to doing 12 reps of 50 kilos on the barbell back squat with a solid technique, then naturally 12 reps of body weight isn't gonna have the same level of difficulty or effectiveness as a matter of fact. Now, let's say you did 25 to 30 body weight exercises with that manipulation of tempo and emphasis on the contraction and pauses like I just mentioned, now you have an effective body weight squat. What you don't have in weight, you should make up for in volume. Number four, you're not seeking out the tougher body weight movements. I don't know many people who can do 20 wide grip pull-ups consecutively. I don't know many people who can do unsupported handstand push-ups. I certainly can't. I don't know many people who can do a Copenhagen plank for longer than 45 seconds per side. If you're sticking with just body weight squats, push-ups, tricep dips, you may in fact find body weight exercises are relatively easy compared to what you're used to and your ability level. However, there is so many more exercises out there. So search for the progressions of those movements that you're used do, or even you can use pre-exhaustion methods to make the movements that you know more and more challenging. So for example, if you do a 45 to 60 second wall set before you go into your set of lunges, that's going to be way more challenging. If you do a 60 second static glute bridge where you squeeze your glutes super, super hard before you go into your single leg hip thrusts, game changer, going to be so much more challenging. And on the flip side of that is number five, you're getting too advanced too soon. If we look at the technique of a solid push-up, you should have a nice controlled tempo, elbows in a slightly tucked position, chest comes close to the ground as you reach the bottom, the body stays aligned throughout, the hips don't dip, they don't get pushed up, the chest is contracted as hard as possible at the top. And this is what 
all of your reps should look like more or less. If three of yours look like this and it's a 12 rep set, a regression is probably gonna suit you way better. So here's a simple progression and a little bit of a journey through the push-up. So let's start with the press-up on your knees and we'll focus on nailing that. Then you can continue on your knees, but maybe you pull your knees slightly back and then that means you have to go a little bit further down. Focus on nailing that. Next step is to try a negative press-up. These are a really, really good precursor for being able to do press-up. Essentially what you do is you start in the top position of a very normal looking press-up you lower yourself for about four to five seconds. When you reach your very lowest and usually you wanna go maybe like, imagine there's someone's fist is on the ground and you're trying to get your chest to touch that fist and then you pause for half a second and then you let go. You don't push yourself back up, you just let yourself go to the ground, you get back up to the top and you do the same again. Once you nail that, you'll probably then be ready for some full push-ups. And then I go back and forth between them or I recommend people to do that. So what I say is that go for the press-ups, maybe do five or six for, or as many as you can do until your technique starts to break down and then regress down to the negative push-ups to finish off the sex and then get the same amount of volume. You're continuing to improve and you're continuing to get better at the press-ups. So it's so much better to have nailed the regressed versions of the movement than to do the complete movement incorrectly. So those are the five most common mistakes I see people make on the bodyweight training front and I hope that you don't make them anymore if you were. I hope that helped team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.